here always doing the research always always editing together the episodes you know every time every time i forget to do the research nick yeah i come in here i'm just like you know what i haven't even listened to this song nick just i'm gonna be i'm gonna be hypothetically mike (laughs) is today such a day i've betrayed you once again nick i have i you know mike it's funny you mentioned betrayal because every single part of today's episode is all about betrayal actually i don't really know the lyrics are very ambiguous on today's episode of the song topsy report where we dissect bad bizarre or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died i'm your host nick brigadier i'm mike russell and steven trollinger is not here today he is still in the throngs of happiness having just gotten married this past week no, we are very happy for him. He will be back next week. I can't wait to see his ring. Oh my God, yes, he is finally Mr. Steven Trollinger. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm tearing up. And I'm sure he would not want like money for his honeymoon or uh, just any kind of tangible gift of any kind as a gift. I'm sure he would want... You, the listener, to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That would be the greatest wedding gift of all. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to give him. I'm that's gonna, what you're going to give. Gonna you're going to give our podcast a five-star review. And as I'm going to mention his name and say, <laughs> "Happy wedding." Yes. Happy five stars. <laughs> Love the show. Happy wedding. You're great, Steve. But on the note of being grateful, guys, thank you so much for your patience. I know over the past couple of weeks we have been very intermittent with the podcast, so thank you so much for bearing with us. There's been just a lot of life stuff happening. Wow, it's life very tough. I, I mentioned on the minisode, Mike travels across state board, state boundaries every single time we come to record. Oh, uh, the old Jersey Transit, you know, going through tunnels underwater. Jumping on trains, going over bridges. Mike has to take a submarine after the train. <laughs> yeah, that is what he means. Uh, um, but also, but Mike, you mentioned your gift to Steve. My gift to Steve is discussing a SoundCloud rapper on an episode he's not in. That is my gift to God, him because I know so good, how much how much he loves them. He he loves oh he loves them so much, and then just seeing how their instantaneous fame comes from them just being. Rhymy dumb assholes, you know? But uh, uh, listen, of <laughs> all of the SoundCloud rappers we've covered, you know, even Lil Pump, as repetitive... Escadet! <laughs> yes, lest our listeners forgot. Uh, even Lil Pump rhymed on occasion, and even if he was speaking nonsense, you could understand the nonsense he was saying. Uh, listeners, I don't know if you have heard of the artist we're discussing today, Lil Xan, uh, but Mike has not heard this song, so he is really, truly going to be the voice of the audience for those who are not aware of this precocious child's music. I uh, I really, you know, when when Nick showed me this song and I was like, you know what? I gotta go in blind. Gotta, gotta... Mike has found going in ignorant is the best <laughs> mode of strategy for all areas of life. It's how I got into my career, Nick. You know? Are you a politician, Mike? <laughs> oh, that's a little topical humor for your for your song topsy episode. Well, actually, because like I said, it's been a while since we sat down to record. I wanted to ease into it with something very gentle for you to listen to, Mike. This is this is a specific subgenre I've learned recently. Uh 
apparently goes by sad boy rap. Sad boy rap. Sad boy rap. <laughs> so so it's kind of down in the dumps a little. It's a little it's a little 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 mopey, a little sadder. I want <laughs> You know what I'd love? A modern day um Winnie the Pooh series and Eeyore is a sad boy rapper. That would be his. If they made a live action version of that, Mike, I think Lil Xan might be Eeyore. (laughs) Um, But yes, the song we're discussing is Betrayed. It's one of his bigger songs. Uh, So let's get into a little bit of what sad boy rap sounds like. That is an excellent question, Mike, that even after listening to the song a few times, I don't know if I can answer. (laughs) Actually, Mike, I'm just kidding. This isn't actually the song I recorded myself first thing in the morning when I was kind of like slowly waking up. And then he's added a beat to the background. So, <laughs> listeners, don't worry. We haven't actually started the song yet. Uh, we'll start that a little bit oh, later. Oh, I wish you were kidding. <laughs> I, I'm not. That's how this song starts. Mike, doesn't that song get you, like, hyped? Aren't you ready to hear the rest of it? Oh, my God. Nick, I'm, like, falling asleep a little bit. I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like... By the way, the song is three minutes long. That was the first about 30 seconds, which, if my math is correct, is about one-sixth. We've heard one-sixth of the song. I just imagine. All right, I'm at the club. All right, yo, yo, DJ, put on, put on that nice little Zan beats, you know, and then the f- <laughs> just everyone shuffling around waiting, <laughs> or maybe you wouldn't play this at the club when, yeah. if you have a child who just won't fall asleep, <laughs> you know what you, you know what you need, a little Zan. <laughs> Chunk, I open up, I sold my soul a good price out of sight. My whole got talent, right? Whole squad ran, do that shit, yay. Say, I'm a oh my god! Oh my god! We'll get into that, but he really starts right from the get go with. But Mike, at least you were able to understand it. Everyone fucked his girlfriend. Oh my god! Well, he said his hoe. I would like to think most people wouldn't refer to their girlfriend as that. I don't, I don't know what the kids are doing these days, though. Because well, I don't understand this music at all. I'm going to try to, Mike. I'm going to make an honest attempt to try to understand the sad boy rap. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Lil Xan, whose real name is, unfortunately, Nicholas uh, uh, Diego Lianos, uh, better known as Lil Xan, born in 1996. So he's a little whippersnapper. A little whippersnapper, um, huh? Is an American rapper, singer, and songwriter from Redlands, California, although he calls he says he's from Deadlands, California. Because, you know, it like rhymes with Red Lions. Uh, he is best known for his song, Betrayed, which we're covering today. And, Mike, this song was certified platinum and peaked at number 64 on the Billboard 100. Who would have thought you'd go platinum just by having your girlfriend get screwed by your whole friends? Mike, this is your first time hearing it. You've heard a very little section of it. Um, but, the, like I said, this song, now, typically... You, the listener, um, if you've heard previous episodes of this podcast, you know a lot of what we're trying to do is interpret what the artist was thinking. What does he mean? Right. Um, And we're going to be diving into that, but we actually have, I I found during my research on Genius Lyrics, he actually provided, he went onto Genius.com and provided the specific context for a lot of lyrics. He did it himself. He did it himself. And weirdly enough, it doesn't make it much clearer. Oh, no. No. Uh, Of course not. So he attended Redlands 
East Valley High School. Shout out to all of our California listeners if you know where that Valley. is. Uh, but he dropped out of high school his freshman year and spent several years unemployed and then took a job as a street cleaner and drug dealer. Is where I got started. <laughs> Keeping the streets clean and then getting them re-dirty. You know, a good, a good <laughs> yin and yang. Yes. You know, he's a very balanced individual. <laughs> yes. He's the fixer and then he causes the things that need to be fixed in the first place. <laughs> Because a lot of times, you know, politicians will say, metaphorically, we need to clean these streets up. He literally cleaned those streets up and was also selling the drugs that were making them dirty to begin with. You got to respect the man. That's called that. a monopoly. Oh, that's a monopoly. <laughs> He's playing both sides, Nick. But then later, he started pursuing a photography career um, to support several friends of his who were rappers. And he went, a what career? Photography. He wanted to pursue photography. Um, but he had his camera stolen. And he chose to begin rapping in lieu of buying a new camera. It's like, bah. you know what? Screw it. I didn't, I didn't like it that much anyway. I'm going to go start recording myself. So him becoming a platinum certified rapper was a financial decision because he didn't want to buy a new camera. Now, this is the part where Steve would be here, would be pounding his fist on the table, screaming, it's just so easy. <laughs> they get kicked out and then they shoot up. What? <laughs> you just uh, have to fail enough times. That's you know what, Nick. If there's one thing I've learned, you just fail. Just <laughs> keep failing. That's what we want our listeners to know. Life is a series of failures. Absolutely, Nick. Are you and kidding? you might not specifically come out on top, but Lil Zan will. <laughs> well, how can you not come up on top <laughs> when you're named after an upper? You know, you just keep moving up, Nick. That's it. I don't think Xanax is an upper. I think it's the exact opposite. Wait, one. it's a downer? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I thought it made you feel good. Well, you can feel good. It lifts you up. Like, no, it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You I'm feeling in a good spot right now. Oh. So actually, let's discuss that well, a little you know, bit. That because, makes, yeah. Because there was a um, there's actually a very well written article in the New Yorker um last year by Carrie Batten about uh Lil Xan, but also just the subgenre he's a part of specifically, uh. They said, quote, Lil Xan is just one member of a cohort of young musicians who, by embracing a morose sound, have transformed from underground curiosities into stars in the past year. So it's not very, like, upbeat, but, and this is going back to the article, despite its abrasiveness, the music has experienced extraordinary commercial velocity. And so it has, it has experienced pretty exponential growth. And once again, just for the listeners, this has... I think the problem is so many rappers and singers have been over-enunciating. And Lil Xan just kind of caught on to what has stuck. Now, here's the thing. His name is Lil Xan, obviously a reference to Xanax, uh, which he which he says is not a good thing, and he has led chants of, like, fuck Xanax when he has, like, done concerts. But then he also acknowledges, actually, um, Lil Xan has spoken many times in a harrowed tone about battling Xanax addiction. Fuck Xanax 2018, he told the crowd he was at. But he added as a footnote, lest he start to sound like too much of a killjoy. I'm still Lil Xan, though, at the end of the day. He wanted it to be known, even though he's saying fuck Xanax, and his whole identity is kind of built around, literally, it's in his name. He's like, it's not a good thing, but it's also kind of who I am. He, doesn't, he, he has not seemed to navigate where he stands on that yet. You think he gets kickbacks from Xanax? Think about it. Yo, this concert's <laughs> sponsored by Xanax. You can trust me, Lil Xan. Actually, as he would say, 
me. Boom. Platinum. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it, Nick. Think I'm I am starting the con- the conspiracy theory right now that little we Zan, try to do here. Little Zan has has been started by Xanax and he is Think about it. Sad boy rap. What is Xanax? So the- you make it hot and sexy and appealing. Ooh, let's get a rapper. <laughs> and during the board meeting, they're like, but Xanax makes you, it's like a downer. It makes you like all morose and melancholy. What's exciting about that? And then after snorting a massive line of cocaine, the CEO of Xanax is like, I've got it. We get a kid and put facial tattoos on it. Because uh, Lil Xan has got about 40 tat- something tattoos, many of them on his face. And that, that, that's what the kids are into, right? That's what the kids are into, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ironically enough, CEO of Xanax, huge coquette. Uh, but yeah, so he goes into it. They they uh, get a think tank. They they figure out who what would be appealing, and Lil Xan comes out of it. It certainly wasn't that he started as a SoundCloud rapper and YouTube rapper and happened to have a video go viral and then blew up from there it's too convenient too convenient it's too yes. convenient that's right you're you're, you're seeing you're seeing you're reading between the lines all these guys are just mysteriously becoming famous on soundcloud i'm sick of believing it's that. not a sad indictment on our culture and what we enjoy as music it has to be some top-down globalist conspiracy that is feeding us these soundcloud rappers Oh, but shit. let's see what Lil yeah. Xan has to say What's because say? I love it. We have the lyrics pulled up, and if you if you do want to follow along, uh, the first lyrics that we heard were, Psh, yeah, 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 huh, a, hey, hmm, a, a, huh, hmm, a, a, huh, hmm, a, a, hmm, 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 huh, a, hey, yeah, what, yeah, a. A. It's like I read verbatim what he says in the first thirty seconds. He sounds like uh, you know, you were saying he just woke up, he like just woke up and he like opens his fridge and he's kinda like looking at what he's gonna make for breakfast. <laughs> it's like eggs. Huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's bacon. Uh, hey. Huh? What is that? Oh, huh? That's him checking the expiration date. <laughs> oh. Huh? <laughs> uh. Uh, hmm. Hey, hey. You think the A's are the yeses or the yes? Like you think it's the yeah like no. Well, let's yeah. let's hear him again. Let's let's try to see which which grunting sounds are affirmations and which ones are like negatives. <laughs> Ironically enough, in the video, we're seeing a microwave with some food in there. Yeah. So he clearly found something that worked. Maybe it's, it's maybe like some oatmeal. They just put some water in. He's like microwaving it, which is gross. That's not how you make. Oh, that's how you, should, you have to boil that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you do. Oh my God. I've made. I was making oatmeal like an idiot in the microwave for like four weeks, and I kept and I kept bubbling over, and then I like scald my hand pulling it out. Maybe that's funny. Maybe that's what's happening to him, Nick. He's boiling over the oatmeal, but he's he's kind of way too much on the Xanax, so he can't react. Just like oh. Oh, so that's him hey. screaming in terror as he that's, burns his hands, but he's it? he's on so much Xanax. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> There's steam rising out as his fingertips are burned off. Hey. <laughs> he, he's getting robbed in the street. Yo, little Zan, give me all your money. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and ironically, it's funny you say that, actually. I, I, I didn't read this hey, too hey. in depth, but he, uh, got, he, <laughs> he got in some legal trouble because he pulled a gun on someone. Oh. Could you imagine what that was? <laughs> hey, hey, give me all your money. <laughs> 
what? <laughs> you're not even pointing. You're pointing at the ground. Yeah. He's hey. all limp-wristed. <laughs> no, apparently some situation. I don't know if it was at a gas station or something escalated. And he pulled a gun out. Was he in an Escalade? When it it's escalated. very clever, Mike. <laughs> so fucking stupid. No, but an esca- Escalade sounds like Escalade. That makes me think of going up, which does not make me think of Lil Xan. He's, Lil- on, he's on the Escalator going down, Nick. The metaphor for... <laughs> The metaphor for what Lil Xan's music sounds like to me is like a bathtub being drained and like a tiny little speck of something just as slowly as possible circling lower and lower as it goes into the drain. <laughs> Seriously, can you uh, picture this being the soundtrack to that? <laughs> it's a little germ oh, the pi- <laughs> That's the germ? You're talking to... Hey, <laughs> Betrayed is the soundtrack to a germ. He's been living in the shower for a long time, and you washed him down, Jim. Oh, I don't know. Hey. You're now listening to a Bobby Johnson beat. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Bobby. Fuck you, Bobby Johnson. <laughs> oh. Maybe Lil Xan stole that beat, and he felt like he could escape the copyright by just putting that in. He put like a voicemail lady on there. You are now listening to a Bobby Johnson beat. Please leave a message after the tone. I kind of appreciate that, though. It's almost like, like you know, when like race cars have to put like their sponsors on them. I feel like they should do that every every single song. I know hip hop and rap do it a lot. Where like whoever the produces the track, they will shout them out in the track. Every single song by every single artist. Oh, like Yo Yo Ma has a new album coming out, and he just says like Mozart before it starts. Chunk open up, I saw my soul a good price out of sight. My whole got talent right. Whole squad ran do that shit. Yay. Okay, that took you off. That took you back a little bit, Mike. That did. I, um. Jesus Christ. But let's see what he had to say about that. Because once again. How do you feel? How how do you feel about that? Uh, Lil Zed said on this quote. Everybody want to know about that one, don't they? Yes, we do. Thank you, Lil Zed. Please, please, uh, extrapolate. Yeah, I'm not a devil worshiper. Uh. Sold because he said sold my soul for a good price because that's of course what I thought. Oh um, yeah, I I thought he had the tarot cards and the candles out and he was uh, doing the. He couldn't venti- summon <laughs> anything. You have to pronounce those spells so. It's like cloud two verata nectu. He would summon like a lesser demon accidentally. He just. And the demon is also like super down. Just like yeah. oh, I don't know, man. I I can't do it. Not today. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, so I, I love he says, but yeah, quote, pop the trunk is just on some shit. That line was just something that I thought of leading to the other one. I almost appreciate that transparency. It's like, I needed to fill in half a verse. So I just put something there. And I thought of something I did today, and uh, I popped the trunk to my car. And that was about all I did today. After he went through his breakfast foods. After. <laughs> but when he's talking about the hoes that have talent, he says, unfortunately, the women that we fuck with are also not very bright. And you know, they just get passed around, unfortunately. But that's what they chose, you know? Let's oh have a feminist my. dissection of that line, shall oh we? Oh, my God. You know, I am sick of this shit, man. Let me tell you something. Guys, too many in the brain are thinking about Ladies hooking up with too many dudes. And it bothers them 
because they're thinking about it. But then it's like you want to hook up with all these ladies, right? Mm-hmm. So your dick's just getting passed around like a fucking smorgasbord. Okay. So how would you like it? And they're like, well, I don't want that dick. Too many people have been on that dick. It's like, yo, man, if people like having sex and fucking, then fuck it. And if you want a serious relationship with them, well, then ask them not to fuck other people, I guess. I mean, isn't that- I mean, maybe Lil Xan tried to have that conversation with her, but she couldn't understand a word he was saying. Yeah, I think we should be exclusive. What? You want an open relationship? Yeah, Is that I what want, you said? I think exclusive. Not exclusive. Okay, this is him screaming passionately. You know, I'd like to, I'd like it to be no, just us, but if you insist, no, I, I really want to be with only you. <laughs> She's like, get the kazoo out of your mouth. You're just kind of breathing through. It was New Year's Eve when they were having this, so there were kazoos all over the place. I would love it. If it was in a kazoo in his mouth, he probably couldn't summon the energy to take it out. <laughs> Just fumbling. Uh, 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 monogamy. Monogamy. <laughs> it's deeply unfortunate. It's just a terrible case of miscommunication. <laughs> she didn't know you didn't want her to fuck all your friends. <laughs> oh, so what, so what else does he say here? There. Well, then he, he goes on. He just says, uh, but yeah, I say yikes, as he did say. Uh, because it's like, quote, Jesus, these women out here wilding, end quote. They'll do anything for the clout. It's crazy. You named yourself after a drug and tattooed eight tattoos on your fucking face, and you're judging people for having sex? That's Having <laughs> sex is the most natural fucking thing you can do. You have to go out of your way to get that many facial tattoos. You're like, oh, oh my god! Can you believe? Can you believe all these, all these ladies, fucking for clout? It's, why don't they just, get? They're just wild and man. Why, why can't they be? You know, get it the classy way and just fucking drive a needle under their face. <laughs> why can't they do what normal people do? And Mike, just for reference, um, that's the face that he thinks women are fucking to get clout. Oh my god. Look at this. What's his name? Is? Yeah, ZZZ lover. You're a lazy lover. Okay, great. Yeah, he's got that tattooed under his eye. Under your eyes. Oh my. What else is it? Candy? Does he have candy on his face? Not in the Takashi way, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, this guy. It seems so lame. Of course he'd get cheated on. Oh, wow. <laughs> in a vacuum, Mike, that's very mean to say. But in this context, uh, fuck, man. If I hung out with him for five minutes, I'd let his whole, I'd let all his roommates rail me too, just to get something interesting to happen, I guess. You heard it here on the Song Council <laughs> Report first, folks. But this is just the first few lines, Mike. Let's see what else he has okay, to say. Okay, okay. That was a lot. <laughs> and seriously, if I did not have the lyrics up, Mike, I don't think I would have known what he just said in perfect English. No, yeah, no freaking way. Ah, oh, so... 
He's very considered. He he will. He says, quote, I'm a bend it down and I'm a lick her up. Then dick her down. She gon' turn around. Then I'm a kick her out and she go talk that shit. But say how you make it up, how you fake a lot. So I think he's trying to say that like these women are just chasing clout and having sex with him for that. And then when he kicks them out, they're like, wow, you're being so insensitive. But he's, I think he's saying, but this is what you signed up for. Or this is what you seem to want. Actually, let's see, let's see what he has to say, because yeah. he has a little bit on this. He says, I was the chosen one. She's sipping on the grill. She don't kiss and tell. Uh, I wish Steve were here for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he just said, Lil Xan says, quote, I've been trying to incorporate some biblical shit. I'm not a religious rapper. I'm not even a religious person at all, but I just like incorporating it. I don't know. It's just something that always uh, appears in my raps a lot, and it is more lately. He says it like they happen to appear. You're writing these. They don't happen to appear. You're choosing to add these. And that's as much thought as he's put into. And he literally thinks because he said grail, that makes it biblical. <laughs> Fuck this guy. I can't. I can't. But you know what? You know what? what? You know what, Nick? What? <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, that's what he's trying to incorporate. Jesus Christ. Actually, literally, he says right after that, but it's a funny story. When I was a little kid, I thought I was the second coming of Jesus. I felt special. You know what I mean? But instead of being the second coming of Jesus, I became a somewhat popping rapper. So I guess it's a fine line between. He, you know what? I don't think, I don't think he felt special enough, though, Nick. I don't think he felt special enough. And uh, listen, honest, if there's any listeners with face tattoos... I'm just kidding. I am. That's I Mike's like, cover, so he can say what he really thinks now. Mike, now, now go into it. It's a call for attention. If you already felt like the second coming of Christ, you wouldn't need to put all this shit all over your face, would you? It's a cry out for look at me. Somebody look at me. Well, I mean, talk about the entitlement that these Gen Zers feel. They all think they're so special. They all want their participation facial tattoos. And this is what happens. This is what happens. We get sad boy rap. <laughs> I want to rap too. <laughs> I'm going to rap. Remember how <laughs> I, I'm going to get the tattoo, mom. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get real fucking sad. I'm going to take a bunch of drugs and I'm going to talk into my microphone and people are going to love it. And you know what they do? Well, let's give them a listen. I think I, I uh, should, I, you know, I'm talking so much shit. He's got a platinum album. I, yeah. I checked on Spotify, 4 million monthly streams a month. Oh, God. I just, you know what? I'm talking, to, I'm talking a lot of shit. Let's, let's, let's hear some more. Yeah, how my enemy offended me? Why y'all feed off of my energy? Like I ain't dead yeah, I am entity. Foreign bitches think she into me. With the foreign very viciously. Why these dudes wanna take pics with me? Says she gay, but still into me. Says she gay, still into me. Says she hate. Oh God, I'm just sorry. I. He's technically a kid, I guess. He's 23. I'm just looking at his fucking face during this music video while he's can barely get out the sentiment that women are into him like he can't even muster up enough enthusiasm but yeah he says um she said she gay but still into me and he has a personal story about that says life experiences right there i've been fucking with a couple girls that claim to be full lesbian but they're fucking with me so i don't know who they're trying to fool that's where that came from okay that's as, exactly how he said it, too. As a man, 
Yes. Who a was full body. A full man's body man. Who dated a lesbian. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. All right. <laughs> it's not that much to fucking brag about. You know, you know, like, it's interesting. Ah. And is he, but is he trying to brag, Mike? Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, this is confessional. Yeah, oh, it's not, confession. Oh, I can, I'm confessing that. I got, oh, he, he literally just said um, how he thought he was the second coming of Jesus. So maybe, maybe there's a little bit of braggadociousness there. I just, uh, I'll tell you this much though. I can tell you a hundred percent facts. As someone who has dated a lesbian, yes, that is. Very much the reason why it did not work out. I can understand that, Mike. <laughs> she was miserable. Are you kidding me? Did she know, or was it like oh, she? Oh yeah, was, she knew she was a lesbian. Yeah, but you know, when you got a personalities, you know, they mesh. And you like each other for who you are. You kind of, I don't know. But was she bisexual? Like she would never claim to be a bi. She's okay. like, I like ladies and I like you. And I was like, that's nice. <laughs> and then I was like, am I pretty feminine? I don't know. Like. <laughs> I'm not qualified to get into her thought process on that, but it's an interesting thought process. <laughs> anyway, fuck, fuck little Zan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> in conclusion. <laughs> like, he's mad about it. Like, he's, he's, he is mad people are giving him attention. But he seems to want it. He, like, why y'all feed off my energy? Like, why y'all doing that? What energy? Was he really actually like bubbly and he had a huge personality and all these like psychic vampires just came and trained him and this is the hollow shell of what's left? He used to be, hello everyone, my name is Lil Zen. I'm very excited to get started with this record. You know, I've got some really great ideas. This is what I've wanted to do my whole life ever since my camera was stolen a few months ago. And let's do this. And then by the end of the recording session, I think we got it down. That's That's triple platinum right there. (laughs) That's triple platinum. Well, Zan, could you just become a little bit more miserable? Actually, can you stop? Can you stop taking Zan? Go on an anti-Zan run because of- <laughs> isn't that dangerous? If your brand, if your enti- your name, for God's sake, is tied to a depressive drug, I don't know if that's good for just your personal health and just also your longevity as a rapper. Which she actually addresses later, which I'll get into. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, why not right now? The long ministry, and I said I hate the long ministry. I wanna... uh, okay, I couldn't understand a fucking word he just said. Oh, I'm gonna rewind a sec. Hate the long ministry, and I said I hate the long ministry. I wanna blow up and make history. So she hate my Instagram. <laughs> Mike is having a conniption. This is gonna be gonna make history, okay? I'm gonna be the next leader of the Imagine if he was the leader of the free world. Just just like a great leader <laughs> making history. Actually making a difference, you know, like Mike me he is already. <laughs> and I also think he's the first person, ironically enough, in history to rhyme the word history with Instafeed <laughs> on a professionally released song. <laughs> gonna blow Ah. Mike, you seem frustrated. But yeah, to that he said, quote, I had an ex-girlfriend that just hated every time I posted because all these girls would comment on it. I'd be following girls, and she scrolled down my feed, and she just sees a big booty bitches and shit. Strippers, porn stars, and she's like, I hate your Insta feed. She unfollowed girls and shit, blocked them and whatnot. I said, X, but yeah, I ain't gonna front. We still together. She gonna kill me for that one. 
So once again, Mike, I think you're right. He's obviously bragging. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nick. He, lo- he loves. He's like, oh, yeah, unfollow another one. Oh, I- oh yeah. Yeah. Just- but this is- he can't even muster the enthusiasm. Big booty bitches. Because the thing is, in terms of subject material, it's still being braggy like hip-hop and rap has pretty much always been. It's just he can't muster up a single ounce of enthusiasm over the life he has now. Zans gon' make you, Zans gon' take you, Zans gon' fake you, Zans gon' betray you, Zans gon' make you, Zans gon' take you, Zans gon' fake you, Zans gon' betray you. Alright, 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 alright. So, it's funny. I'm not laughing, Mike. I think it's so funny. <laughs> so, it's funny. He's going with the double meanings here. Like, he hates Xanax and Xanax because he was hooked on Xan. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what I figured. I also wonder mm-hmm. if he refers to himself as well. Like, I am the monster that it was the monster to me. Because Xan's sucks the life out oh, of Oh, there's me. like a beautiful, like, tragic anti-hero aspect to it. Zans have made me, but Zans are also taking me down. Yes, and I will do the same to every female lover I have. No, he literally says um, he kept the hook like a nursery rhyme because he was off of Zan when he wrote it. He was on Xanax when he came up with this course. Oh. And the line, quote, Zans will betray you was inspired after I kept ending up in the hospital for withdrawals. And he said it landed him in the hospital too many times, and one day I was like, this ain't fun. I can't live this life, especially making music. I got to be straight, level-headed. Like, I smoke weed, but that's nothing. Nick, I think it's It's very important we address that drug addiction is a very serious issue. absolutely is. And that I am relentlessly coming at this man. I I will say, and, you know, we make fun of Xanax. A lot of people take Xanax or or maybe even need it. And a lot of people, I mean, we have an opioid crisis Absolutely. specifically in this country. And I just would like to encourage anyone out there who may be struggling with addiction yes. to, you know, get yourself the help you need. Call the hotlines. Absolutely. And like, that I, is a great point very far into the episode, <laughs> but I'm very glad you made it. No, I, I, it's important to make. Like, I, I like making fun of bad music or the fact this guy is just, just like sad boy rapper general. But, you know, perhaps to take the introspection that the reason this gets four million fucking lessons is because there are so many people in these shoes of just one. Here's someone else is going through the same kind of shit. Oh, but when I'm uh, I, granted, I can't put myself in the shoes of everyone who's been depressed, but I have been depressed in the past. Typically, the music I, I listen to that makes me feel better isn't music that makes me feel worse. Gotta listen to that Titanic soundtrack. Celine Dion's voice. I don't understand why there's other singers at all. Celine Dion has already won. There's no point for anyone else to sing. So wait, you. So wait, Nick, 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 Nick. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. Are you telling me that you don't listen to sad music when you're sad? I have before, but my problem with Lil Xan is. Yes, he seems to pay lip service to saying fuck Xanax. It's still his name. It It's so intrinsically tied to who he is, and he's become successful off of it. And I think he, re- on some level, realizes that. Because he's like, he even said, like, at that concert, in the end, you know, I'm still a little Xan. I just don't think it's 
good to associate your success as a rapper with the drug that you think launched you into that? Oh my God. I feel what you're saying, Nick. It's tough, but <clears throat> I would like to say this. I think I know what my SoundCloud rapper name will be. What? A little bit of booze. Little bit of booze. Little bit of booze. Little bit. Like a little bit of booze. Just enough to get you a nice little tipsiness. You know so what? More when, open. You know, when dealing with alcoholism, Nick, you know, it's, it's like, it can be important. Try to curve. But not, I'm not, not I'm, totally going sober. Just a little bit of booze. Just a little bit of booze. I would love to hear Mike's version of Betrayed. <laughs> Mike's gonna betray you! <laughs> Mike Russell, you tell me that I'm gonna betray you. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, I'm gonna betray you. See, mine would be Lil Ibuprofen. <laughs> I get headaches, and I find that I can like edit better like when my head is clear. So Lil Ibuprofen. I'd probably be rapping at like the same tempo and even keel that I'm normally at. Because ibuprofen doesn't really have too much of an effect. It just makes my joint pains and occasional headaches feel better. <laughs> ibuprofen I'm in won't... less pain rapping now. Exactly. And I would like to share... <laughs> I'd like to share in the fact I have slightly less pain rapping now. Ah, so much better. Zans won't betray you... Well, ibuprofen won't make you or take you or fake you or betray you. It'll just kind of make you feel slightly better as long as you don't take too many at once. <laughs> make... That's just kind of sweet. I know, right? <laughs> Not all drug-based songs have to be sad, Mike, just because they almost all are. <laughs> what? Mike, where's, where's Lil Advil? Lil Tylenol? Yeah, I, where's get Lil, the... Lil Tylenol? <laughs> Lil Mucinex. Oh, my God. The, the CVS tour that they could all go on across the country. <laughs> Pharmacy tour 2020. <laughs> There I have it, Dwayne Reed, CBS, uh, Kenny's, yes, again, where else? Um, Walgreens. Oh my God! And the <laughs> and the and you could have little Tums opening for them all, or little children's Claritin. I can always stomach a little Tums, you know. They never disappoint. That's, Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> little children's Claritin specifically. Little children's, little you can't you can't bring little Benadryl though. Everyone falls asleep. No, no, certainly not. Oh, Zan was bad enough. <laughs> Speaking of him being bad enough, he just he still has a little bit left to say that we have to get. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about that. Her pussy tastes like skills because he does have something to say about this. He says, "I have not told a girl that. At this point, it would feel corny. That's not the word I would use, but uh, she would have to not know my music, and then I could do it." But I would say that line in probably another life experience. I've not had a pussy taste like Skittles, but I had pussy taste sweet before. So that's where that came from. I'm waiting for the day a girl's pussy tastes like Skittles. But I've definitely had some sweet pussy. <coughs> I like his, you know, articulate to the point. I know exactly where he's coming from. I'd like to taste your rainbow, baby. Do you want to know what the very next thing he says is? Yeah, hey, you can't really taste the rainbow. Mike, I hate to say it, but you're three steps behind Lil Xan when it comes to the clever witticism. Which I think might be the most insulting thing I could say to you or anyone. Oh, you've got me real bad there, Nick. You know what, though? (laughs) What? I think it's interesting. Have we talked about this before? It seems so familiar. But if you could have your pussy taste like anything. The pussy that I have right now, Mike? (laughs) If you had a pussy and it could taste like anything. Or if you were eating a pussy, Nick. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, Mike. Let, let's follow this through to its logical conclusion. 
If I was eating a pussy, <laughs> Mike, and, I could could t- and it could taste like anything, what would it be? Like as long as it was gluten free, I wouldn't <laughs> care. <laughs> oh, I fucking love you, Nick. <laughs> oh. Oh God. Basically, as long as it didn't give me a rash. <laughs> Or indigestion. Pussy gonna take you. Pussy gonna betray you. I can see you. Like three licks in. Wait. Is this pussy gluten free? <laughs> pussy. I'm shaking my fist at the sky. <laughs> no, your bitch is psycho crayola. Yo, so I, I love what I'm loving about this part right now. It's right, even right from the Skittles. He's like, he goes, uh, Pussy tastes the Skittles. What? It's like, what did I just, what did I, what did I just say? Does that make any sense? I don't think, you know, I'm going to, because you can really taste the rainbow. What? Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I was reading the lyrics. It's like you just rainbow. What? Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> it's like he's he wrapped this in one take live stream of consciousness, and he's realizing what he's saying while he's rapping. He's like, "This is some dumb shit." Let me let me keep trying. You know what? Let's talk about crayons. <laughs> Let's go with crayons. I like. All right, I talked about rainbows. All right, no, the pussy definitely doesn't taste like Skittles. Let's just yeah. I like coloring. <laughs> yeah, I like coloring. Coloring's fun. I like coloring. Coloring's fun. really miss my mistress. I'm six, six, six. Evil bitches want more mentions. Heart shaped kisses. Really miss my mistress. And the six, six, six. Evil bitches want more mentions. So, so what's going on with this? What's going on with this? As uh, Lil Zan says uh, one last time, quote, It's what I keep talking about. These girls are crazy. They're psychos in the head. He knows it, and my boys know it. We bring some crazy girls around, and they be so crazy that you think they're evil. People thought that 666 was just me being another devil worshiper. But no, I'm talking about these girls are crazy to the point where I think they're possessed, like demons. Which actually, Mike, <laughs> is probably the first time you can relate to Lil Zan. Wow. You know... What a journey you've gone on with this artist. Jesus, you know, right at the at the beginning, I hated him so much, and as we get to the end, I'm just and I, well, let me put it this way though, he's very rude about it. Okay, just because a girl you say acts, bitches be crazy, that's like the most dismissive, like easy, like dumb guy thing you can say. But like, <laughs> but, you know, you know why it's such a dumb thing to say? Why? It's because everybody's fucking crazy, Nick. Yes. Well, you know. Their own personal brand. Everyone's got their own personal brand of crazy. People say bitches be crazy because they, well, they're dudes who just can't deal with the other gender being people. There are a lot of crazy fucking people out there. Anyway, but the, the relation here, I don't know if I've ever talked about this before. I think we tiptoed around it some Did we points. tiptoe around it? About your demonic experience with well, a woman. Well, first of all, let me say this. The, the girl, very nice. I, I, I would certainly wouldn't refer to her as a bitch. No. Or evil. No. Just but possibly possessed. Just pos- and It was probably more on me anyway, you know? You brought the <laughs> demon into her life. <laughs> but, uh, oh, Jesus, Nick. Um, but we, the, the, the possession, you know, 
I'm gonna just I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it real quick. Okay. Okay. Real quick, go. Dating someone, and I thought I heard their voice in my head while I was sleeping. I woke up out of a dead sleep, right? Mm. And I'm like, that was really weird. And they were acting a little funny. And I was like, just convinced myself because they were acting so strange. And then I was hearing stuff. I was probably overstressed and had a nightmare. Like, that's what happened. But maybe, you know, when you start freaking out after a bad dream and you start putting things together, you start seeing stuff, you know, Nick? Next thing I know, there's a book on the kitchen table. I pick it up. It's about the devil. It's like the devil went to some town of gold bricks. Okay. Devil went to the town of gold bricks. I, I don't know if that's the name of the book. Look it up on Amazon right now. <laughs> but so then I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's a little weird. Whatever. I go, I, uh, I go back to my house, right? I go back to my house while I'm having all these feelings. And I even texted you about it. I remember. <laughs> I have a screenshot that text. Keep it for reference. And, and uh, I come out to my apartment, Nick, and the bicycle's there. I have I parked my bike outside. Yep. And there's something on the back of my bike. And what could it have been, Mike? It was a fucking old tattered holy Bible. <laughs> so I'm thinking my girlfriend's possessed by a demon. I come home and there's a holy Bible on the back of my bicycle that somebody left there, which I hope wasn't you, Nick, which no, would be it was a not really me. great practical joke. <clears throat> so I think to myself, fuck. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get some holy water on myself or something. So I run sure. down. I, you know, I there's a church a couple blocks away. I run down. I run down to the church, and the it, it's taped off with like police tape and it's closed. I can't go into the church, and I'm like, and that was it. I was like, overly convinced. Demonic possession's a real thing. And now Mike is married to that young lady. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, yeah, he wraps up uh, pr- pretty quickly there. Well, not by Lil Xan standards, very quickly. <laughs> it's, it's about three beats three. per minute. <laughs> <laughs> So, what gets me, right? The way he talks mm-hmm. and the drunks he's on, mm-hmm. he must come in like 30 seconds. Ha! <laughs> I mean, the man has no energy. <laughs> How? <laughs> How the hell can you? Sex is an exercise, like, it requires vigorous activity. Mike, if you're a star fishing, though. Oh, little Zan's a total. F- How are you going to dick down on your back? Fuck you. You're so I'm foolish. trying to think if this is character assassination or not. <laughs> you're, describe, you're saying Lil Zan is a terrible lay. But No, no. I'm saying, and if this is all a persona for the... Jesus Christ. Mike is furiously tossing the microphone around. <laughs> vigorous. Vigorous tossing here. <laughs> which is, that which is not it? which is not how Lil Zan would toss a salad, by the way. Okay, <laughs> he's just stirring it with one spoon. Like In every context, I like how you cleaned that. I did. <laughs> I cleaned up that dirty salad. <laughs> uh, oh man, what an uplifting experience this has been with Lil Zan. Said no one ever. <laughs> Cause yeah, he's, he he came out with one album. Uh, he's he's still he had a single come out recently. He's 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 still he's still on the upward trajectory, at least in terms of music sales. I don't know about everything else, but 
Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out Dapper Devil Productions uh, because you can see all the cool info on Chad is Not the Killer, which, by the way, got accepted into a film festival. Yes! And if you happen to be in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, when Days of the Dead it's going to be um, taking place there uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, the movies can be screened there. You can actually be like the first people to see this movie. Uh, if you're so inclined. So if you like spooky stuff, head down to uh, Days of the Dead. It's a horror convention where you can get like celebrity signings and meet and greets and merch. And they're going to be doing a screening of a bunch of little independent uh, horror films. And our little horror comedy, Chad is Not the Killer, starring Mr. Mike Russell in front of me, uh, you can watch there. Oh, man. And listen, if you do, if the, if we got some North Carolina listeners and you happen to check this out, yo, take a take a selfie. And, Please. And send yeah. it out. We'll put, it, we'll put you on our Instagram because that. Because we can't make it in person. Unfortunately, we just can't make it. They gave us so little heads up, and we just can't get down there in time. Um, but please, if you're there, please absolutely check it out. And uh, you can also follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and Mr. Mike Russell. Yes, you can see my stuff on uh, my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, like check out DapperDevilProductions.com. Like, there's some good stuff there. You know, there's subletters yeah. and. Dairies of our lives and the chat is honestly the chat is not the killer is probably the best I mean this Nick the best looking thing we've ever produced so <laughs> I mean there's great I mean Dairies of our lives if you've not seen please check it out but we we, we got all of our equipment and budget together for Chad so <laughs> um also uh what was I gonna say oh yeah um and as always send us some song suggestions you know at the at the, the old Gmail I th- We've got a bunch. I think we're having our listeners submit an episode. Uh, we just had later. one like two ago, but yes, we've got <laughs> a ton of. I'll probably just, dude, we got so many good songs suggested. It's great. Yes, but please keep them coming. I mean, once again, we will have those as frequently as we get you guys to submit episode, uh, songs to us. And um, also, uh, email us in what your little rapper name would be and what drug it would be after. You yes, know? that's great. That's great. Please send it. That would be a fun one. That's, that's a, is that a, is that a fun yes, what addictive drug you would name yourself after. That's a fun one. I mean, compared to some of the other ones we've done. So yeah, please send that along. I mean, I could have asked what they want their pussy to taste like, but I think I already I That's dick taste like, definitely, at least twice. <laughs> that's Mike's first date question for everyone. <laughs> but that's what I asked a girl. Man. Hey, so... Uh... And on that note, on that lovely note, guys, once again, thank you so much for your patience. Uh, We are going to get back into regularly released episodes. Steve should be back for the next one. Uh, And until then, I'm Nick Bradier. I'm Mike Russell. And we will see you next week. Take care.